the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jenniferjackson.com. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, today we are continuing the conversation with Angela Buck. If you want to listen to her full testimony, go to jenniferjackson.com. But Angela, she's a pastor's daughter. She's a worship leader. She's a women's leader. She's a missions leader. (laughs) All around ministry. Welcome back to the show, Angela. (laughs) All the things, right? (laughs) She's a mom. And I I do, I love her heart for serving the Lord. And if you want to catch, uh, get a hold of her, you can go to info at genoachurch.org and send her a message or she's on Instagram. So anyway, this is Angela Buck, but we want to talk about kind of falling forward in your life Mm -hmm. that the circumstances of your life just orchestrated this picture. Yes. But it wasn't necessarily what you had planned. Absolutely not. No. (laughs) So what, tell us about this. How did this work out? Well, it's so funny. So, you know, I, I feel like in my head, I'm still 25 years old. Right. And I'm not too far from that. So I'm 35 and there you go. We're all in our (laughs) thirties. And I think when I look back, I can't believe the time that has passed over circumstances that were very significant in my life that changed me and made me who I am today. And some of those were very devastating and very difficult. And, And earlier in my young adult life, I was a, I would say I was a poor decision maker when it came to certain things, not all things because I was led by the spirit of God. But I think in those poor decisions, circumstances that then I was affected by based on poor decisions I made, I could have gone one of two ways and I could have gone really in a painful, traumatic, responsive way, or it could have gone in a forward opportunistic, let's see what God has in store way. All of us have these choices. Yes, we do. And it was mm-hmm. one of those things. My dad spoke truth to me. It was specifically in 2003. I'd gone for through a very life-changing experience, um, truly. And my dad um, came to me and he said, the damage has been done. The heart of the heart has happened. Now you need to stand up and you need to go forward and you need to get moving. And it was just kind of like that swift kick. You know, We need people like oh, that in our thank life. God for we? my dad. I love him so much. And I don't know that I wouldn't have come to that conclusion without him, but I'm so thankful he did it when he did it because um, I might have delayed it a little bit longer. But I fell into a wonderful opportunity by opportunity from that. Then the next opportunity presented itself based upon the obedience of that decision. But these weren't things that I sat there one night with my pen and paper and said, all right, Lord, I want to go back to Liberty University and I want to get my master's of arts in religion and worship and travel to the UK and to North Africa and study the reformation. Okay, Lord, I didn't know that you were going to give me an opportunity to have a full scholarship as a worship ambassador and travel the world for Southwestern seminary and travel with the president and his wife simply because this opportunity of train things happened. And every time an opportunity to present it myself, present itself to me, I would just sit there kind of in, in shock. And I always said, yes, I will just sidebar this. My husband and I are very different 
um, personality. He always says no. <laughs> no, he just wants to know all of the details. He's a planner. He's definitely hesitant. He's, and I don't mean that negatively because God ordains a lot of what he does because wisdom. he's wise wisdom. And I truly am the Chris Farley of the team. <laughs> like if you should, you should say there's donuts there, I'm there. Do you know what I mean? Like I dive all in. And so I will rarely say no to anything. So, if he, and I'm not saying that's wise. I'm just saying that's how I roll. And so opportunities would come along and be like, absolutely. Let's yes, try yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And I think those yeses in my life moved me to the place where he has for me today. And I will say, I don't anticipate changing that. I will always look for opportunity in the kingdom of God to move the ball forward for his, for his goal. I think we, we need to keep growing. We yes. always need to keep looking yes. for what, what is God doing today? Because what he did yesterday was really cool and it's really awesome. But what he's doing right now right is now. new and it's fresh and I mean, his mercy is new every morning. Thank I mean, you, he's, he makes us yeah. into new creations. I want the now. The I now. want the new and the now. Because we can't, yesterday's a canceled check. We don't get the opportunity. I mean, I have, as many people do and you do, you have beautiful framed awards and accomplishments and degrees and all of these things that you've done in your life. But really, at the end of the day, in one generation, will anybody care or know of these things? In two generations, my name will not be spoken ever again. And so does it matter? I will cast my crowns before the Lord, before the King of Kings. And when I meet my Savior, even the jewels that he's awarded me and the crowns that he's given me, I will cast at his feet just to proclaim his name. Well, we're laying up treasures in heaven. Yes. And if I, I think you quoted at lunch the verse that talks about the things of earth will grow strangely dim. Mm. Or is that a song? It's a song, but it comes from, but the things of this earth will go strangely to him in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes to Jesus. Trust in his wonderful ways. And then the things of this world will go strangely to him. That's right. Well, you know, we're to, we have to be in the world, but not of the mm-hmm. world and not to love the things of the world. It does say that in first right. John. It does. And yes. so I think that that is the, the real key is how do we do that? You know, right. what, what have you had to give up? Mm to serve the Lord? What are some of those lows or things that you've had to let go of so Hmm. you could say yes to him? That's a great question because I don't ever contemplate giving up anything for the Lord. I will say my mom. So if you're listening and you know, my family, you know, my mom is precious. She's from Southern West Virginia. She has a little accent. And I would dare say, she says my name like Angela, not Angela. I like that. Angela. Angela. Very nice. And she would often say to us growing up, we were the richest poor people she ever knew. And we weren't, we were poor when we were young, when my dad was first in ministry. And I take on that same badge of honor. I don't know that I've given up things for the ministry as much as I've just redirected what my eyes are set on. And so I may not drive the nicest car in the neighborhood. I may not have the nicest home in the neighborhood. I have a beautiful home that I praise God for. But I think that I have the opportunity to proclaim the name of Jesus and it's my livelihood and I would never have anything different. Now, let me tell you things that I do give up that maybe makes more sense to that question. Okay. I will say that I'm not invited to all the social functions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, unin- I'm uninvited. I'm uninvited. Many, I have many been, social functions. Like, so if you come, are you going to talk about Jesus the whole time or just like the front and end? <laughs> Could we get like a timeline of that? Um, I think that oh. I give up opportunity maybe to have more of an inside influence Um, with some of my unsaved friends. But at the same time, God has given me favor with some of those friends and those circles of influence too. So I don't know that I've given up anything. Have you given up time? Oh, yes. I mean, my gracious. (laughs) When you told me the list of things you're doing for the Lord, (laughs) I'm thinking you've given up a lot of time. But can we high five the reality that God created me super hyper? And he knew the assignment that he's laid upon me. And this seasons will change. 
And um, so if I weren't hybrid, it probably wouldn't be as much. I, I often say to the Lord, my time is your time. Amen. And your time is my time. So mm-hmm. show me what we're doing That's today right. because I, I have to give up what I want to do. Yes. Many times. I don't enjoy it's boredom. Okay. I'm not a be still kind of person. Now, scripture calls, calls us to be still and know that I'm God. And I do that in my meditation with him. But in the calling that he's laid upon me, I am the road runner. <laughs> hey, Martha, Martha accomplished much. I know. I'm, I know she gets a I bad know, rap. But. I know. My sister, so my, I should also point out that I have a precious sister, Sarah, who's also a co-laborer in the work of God. And um, she's my best friend and I adore her. But we emulate Mary and Martha. She will weep with you if you come to her with prayer. She will sit at the feet of Jesus with you for days as will I, while I'm coordinating the meal that we should be having at the same time. <laughs> so. I love it. I think, it, you know, God's uniquely gifted each of us yes. in different ways. So you, these are, you seem to me to have this incredible forward looking, uh, positive attitude and, you know, praising God. And I think that's part of it is when you are a worshiper of God, yes. it helps your attitude. Amen. But what are some of the lows in yep. your life? Did they craft this for you? Maybe because I will tell you, and I mean, I would never, I'm I'm not prepared to speak on it fully from like a professional perspective, but depression is a real thing. Sure. And when you deal with mental health and you have those actual leaning into of depression, it's hard because it's, you're either really, really high or you can be really, really low. And I admittedly have suffered through that at various times in my life. And so I think that for sure, those dark times, they come darker for me, maybe. Um, I, my whole life, I have battled against a spirit of fear that my father has helped work through with me. My husband, I will just wake up in the middle of the night in a pure sweat, panic. ter- panicked, terrified, crying. And I've prayed through those things and I've worked through those things. But those are some of my lows mm-hmm. where the spirit of fear is so consuming. And I just claim the name of Jesus and I just have prayer spoken and Bible verses. And I can't explain those things. Those are lows for me. I've come in my maturity of faith to understand it's spiritual warfare that's happening. And we have to, we have to deal with that and work Perhaps through that because you're out there on that front line. hundred percent. I have felt that many times. Mm-hmm. I, I've told our prayer team at church, I've said, you know, please pray for us on Saturday night. I, I think it's just Saturday afternoon is such a battle right before the weekend services start. And there's no explanation for I it. Know it. It's insane. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, okay. All right. I see you for who you are. You might prowl and you might circumstantially put yourself in a position to frighten me, but let me remind you of who my God is. And my God has come to give me an abundant life. And he's come that I would live that life fully and victoriously in him. And you will not have victory over me or my home. Cause as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I say that regularly over my house. I almost just started preaching and I'm so sorry. Oh, preaching is great. That's why we're, <laughs> I get that's fired why we're up here. about that. Preacher's daughters. Preach. Yes. That's what they do. It is. You know, this morning I saw a skunk in our yard. We have a farm and I saw this skunk and I'm like, how can I get a video of the skunk <laughs> without getting too close too to close it? To you it. Know? And if you didn't know that he would would spray you, you would think he was beautiful. I know. And isn't that like the enemy? You know, it mm-hmm. says in first Peter that he prowls yep. around yep. like a roaring lion yes. trying to devour us, yep. but we have to resist him standing Amen. firm in the faith. Well, that was Angela Buck Amen. and I'm Jennifer Jackson. You've been listening to simply for women. What a great day. What a good time to be together. And I have a little job for you to do, and that's to go send her a message at info at We're having a women's event December. 
December 1st. You may want to be a part of that. It's going to be a great time. December 1st at GenoaChurch.org. Check it out. And also check out JenniferJackson.com. I have prayers for you there, even some recipes. You can listen to all of Angela's testimony. What a bright breath of fresh air that will encourage your week and encourage your faith. Well, I'm Jennifer, and you've been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.